What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. <laughs> hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going. Another week is going. Yes, it is. I'm ready for it to be summertime. Yeah. Longest winter this. ever. Oh, yeah, the little gopher, groundhog. (laughs) Groundhog that sees its shadow every year. Yeah, he, um, I guess, yeah, he saw another winter, huh? Or something happened like that. He saw a shadow. Six more weeks of winter. Yeah, so I guess that's what we have to look forward to or not look forward to. But today was (laughs) nice. It was like 66 degrees in the afternoon wow that's insane 30 in the morning so it drastically or went up like by 30 degrees our temperature is like 30 at a high (laughs) that is crazy to me i don't have enough sweaters for that so i don't (laughs) i know i like want to wear sweats every day it's bad yeah that's yeah but it's not professional and work no no that should be like a law in the winter time you don't have to leave the house (laughs) i wish when it's cold do you have a not so good and a good idea to share my not so good idea is i have I've had a cold, well, it's like a head cold thing for a while now, and it's taken me out for the count. I've been very sick for over a week now, so yay. (laughs) Um, That's okay. And my good idea is I've got a bunch of medicine, so hopefully things are looking up. Nice. Medicine is great for that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, not so good idea. I guess there's a lot of just crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the craziest one is it was a not so good idea of us to kind of like ignore the issue we had with like the animals in the attic um <laughs> because uh last week by the way can you hear me okay mm-hmm. okay last week in the middle of the night at like 3 a.m my brother comes downstairs and knocks on our bedroom door and I was like okay what is who is that first of all I literally thought it was like an intruder and I was like oh my gosh I was like (laughs) I heard him call out to Dylan and he was like Dylan I I have a squirrel in my hand and Dylan was like what and he was like I have a squirrel what the heck in my hand like come out here I don't know what to do with it and I'm like fast asleep but I can hear everything that they're saying (laughs) and I'm just like this has to be a dream like this this isn't real this is reality um I'm having sleep paralysis it's time to go back to sleep so I did I went back to sleep because I was like I don't I don't want to know even if it is real (laughs) I don't want to know I don't want to know I just don't want to know so the next morning I had um a therapy appointment like I did online and I got out of it and I was like okay that was great and then I hear somebody knocking on my bedroom door and it was my brother and he comes in and he's like pale and he's like Eleni and I was like wait that was real what do you mean you got a squirrel on your hand what he has it on video like he literally has a whole thing on video of um it's a flying squirrel by the way what the um, heck is like super rare but apparently there's an epidemic right now happening um in north carolina really <laughs> what? oh my god <laughs> but anyways it was the craziest story like he heard it wrestling around in his room didn't know what to do like didn't know what it was so he like went back to sleep and then he woke up again and perched on top of his water bottle was this little thing with beady eyes and he was like is this god and so that's what happened um and then wow ended up like using like the sheet from the bed to literally grab it off of the wall throw it outside yeah he put it outside oh my god but it i mean it was crazy and and then I was like, you know what? You should have kept it and we should have sold it because you know how much these things go for? How much? Like close to a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. Just um, for a flying squirrel? Yeah. But anyways, the not so good idea was not taking care. Like we tried to take care of the issue. We really didn't know what it was. And then we were just like, okay, whatever it is, it's just going to have fun living up there because we gave up. Um, But it made its way out. I mean, it got really, really comfortable. So that is my... Jeez. Hopefully you don't get more of those. I hope not. 
Or maybe you do want more so you can sell them. No, I definitely don't want it to wear it. Those things carry diseases. I'm no thank you. Yeah, that's no. what I was thinking the whole time. That's don't no touch it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was crazy the way he grabbed it because you could see in the video it started biting <sighs> the like the sheet. Oh no! Bite him, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> But yeah, do you have a good idea? Maybe just spin off of the squirrel story? <laughs> Mine was the medicine. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your good idea? I don't think I have one. <laughs> yeah. It's been a time. It's been an interesting. There's been a lot going on. Um. The, I entered myself in the raffle to maybe win tickets to Beyonce. Oh, that was like a good idea. But the fact of the matter is, I'm probably not going to get any. So that's just well, positive vibes. Yeah, positive manifestation. Even if I win the lottery, like if I win a chance to buy the tickets, they're going to be way out of my budget. So even if it mm. gives me the opportunity, I'm still going to be like, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Aww. Anyway, I think it would be worth it for you. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Pay I, me. I mean, I just want to smell her. <laughs> like, I, I can't pay that much money to smell her. So I don't know if it's worth it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to do some crazy stuff to smell her. Uh, yeah. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, moving on from that, um, I think we have a really cool guest um, that came on today. He, as far as I know, it's been probably the first podcast he's ever been on to um, share his story. So I feel like you really have to tune into this one. Um, and I don't want to give too much away. Mm. I think it's a, a great story um, of kind of how graffiti pretty much like started um, in New York with, you know, this collective that our guest was a part of and he kind of started this movement um, in New York and then it kind of, you know, spiraled off into the rest of the world. So we'll definitely have him on for like a part two, three, and four. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to hear your interview with him. It was definitely, it was a good one. Um, I'm excited for everybody to hear, but please welcome Coco. Hello, Coco. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being a guest on the podcast. I feel like this is a long time coming. Yeah, apologies. <laughs> like it's been like a year, but it hasn't well, been that almost, long. almost. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for having me on. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, apologies for not following up on the first invitation, but you don't know, even apologize. Yeah, you yeah. know what? That time was so crazy. I think for probably everyone that lives under the sun so mm-hmm. it's okay <laughs> it actually helped us kind of take a break during that time we were mm-hmm. like you know what we're not gonna pester anybody to come on 
we're just we're all going to take a break we'll come back in the next year <laughs> yeah yeah well this is a good exercise and it's a good way uh for me to to start the year yeah uh, I, I i i feel like i've been I have, I have, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I don't know if it's, I'm going to say a habit. I don't know if it's a bad habit. It could be a bad habit of mm -hmm. always, um, of putting myself hiding under a rock. And I, I, I think that it's, it's time for me to, to, um, be, be more present mm -hmm. and, you know, and talk about my work and, and about other things also. Oh, well, I'm happy to hear that. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in, you know, the past conversations we've had, the only real information I've kind of really known about you is, you know, from our mutual um, friend here. So, you know, I'm I'm eager and excited to kind of learn about you from you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all we can all do. I mean, we can start off too by saying, you know, kind of where you're based and where you've been based for the the past few years, if you want to start yeah. off with that. Well, I'm, I'm born and raised in New York, uh, born and raised in Harlem, uh, and I'm presently living in the Bronx, which is, it's, it's, it's part of New York City, it's one of the five boroughs. Um, yeah, I've lived in New York, born and raised uh, in New York. Uh, my mom is from Puerto Rico, and my dad's parents were Italian, but he was born and raised in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. So they met here uh, in the 40s, in the late 40s, and decided to have me in 1956, which is making me, I am now 66, 66 years young. I lived in Puerto Rico from about 1980 to about 1985, on and off. Uh, for some reason, I'm I, I'm I'm used to the uh, New York madness, so I missed it and I moved back. Uh, so I'm I'm here. I'm here in in, in New York again. Uh, yeah, this is where I work. Uh, I had a studio space. I had several studio spaces, but. Uh, studio spaces have gotten really, really expensive. So what I do is I have, I work out of, I have an apartment, I work out of the living room has become my studio space. And, you know, and then I have a real rest of an apartment that I didn't have when in the industrial studio space I formerly had. Uh, so yeah, this is where I'm at. Uh, so I, I, I come from, you know, I, I've always had a uh, an interest in drawing ever since I was a kid. You know, I, I come from a working class family, so being an artist is not really a working class goal. Uh, it's more like finish high school, not even go to not even go to college, you know, and and go out and get a good job. Uh, those were my parents, you know, their goals for me, and things changed. Uh, but I always had a knack. I had always had an interest for drawing. Uh, I had a thing with horses. And I don't know if it's because I'm a Sagittarian. I'm supposed to be a half horse and half, half. Hey, me uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I always, I always, I just, all I did was love drawing horses. And also, uh, my dad used to take me to some horse stables, not too very, not very far from where we lived to, to 
so I could get on a horse or on a pony and take a ride and stuff. Uh, as I was growing up, my parents, we had like these little like uh, drawing sessions on the kitchen table. And my mom and my pop used to draw napkins. Uh, so my pops would draw these like circular figures uh, with like eyes in them and stuff. And my mom would draw stick figures of dogs and cats and, and things like that. Uh, and I was there trying to draw my horses for some, for, so I had, I had from an early age, I had a lot of support from my parents and stuff, you know, again, it wasn't a goal to be an artist. It was more like, it was, it was something, you know, it was what a lot of people would consider a hobby, you know, or Mm -hmm. something nice to do. Uh, when I became a teen, uh, or when I was in junior high school, uh, there was the uh there was a writing movement and when i say writing it's because uh okay well i considered myself a writer when i was when i was uh spray painting my name on the trains you know it was the media that said graffiti they brought in that 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 what i consider sort of a stigma Today, people say, oh, I'm, I'm influenced by graffiti or, or, or I'm a graffiti artist. It takes a, a totally different uh, role now. But I, I, I believe that when I was doing it, uh, it was more like, a, yeah, it was a derogatory term, you know? So I, I, I really disliked, I had a bad taste in my mouth uh, being being called a graffiti writer. Uh, right. Because it, it, it also, it connected with being a vandal, and other negative things. Okay, I was a vandal. I was a kid. I was I was destroying the trains, you know, which was a lot of fun, uh, which still is a lot of fun. I still at at sixty six. I would love to go out and write my name again, you know, because this is should. Like, yeah, I, I I believe I am. I I, I don't think I I would fit the. Uh, I, I could get away with it now because I'm older and I have gray hair. Oh so, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, they're looking for kids. They're not looking for. Uh, for senior citizens like myself. So I think yeah. I've, I I fit, I have a good disguise for it now. Um, but yeah, I, I took part of that movement and tell me if, if like, maybe I'm not letting you ask me any questions. I feel like I'm rambling off. No, but, I love uh, this. This is um, your narrative. I want you to <laughs> uh, tell me what so, you want me to know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, I wrote, I wrote my names on the trains from 1970 to 1972. Uh, that was actually the first the first person in the writing culture uh, or in the aerosol culture to to uh, to come up with a stencil. And so it was about, you know, it's about style, you know, your style writing. It was about uh, where you put your name and how fast you were, you know, and. Uh, Interesting. Uh, originality, you know, all of it. I mean, we're all original. We all have our our penmanship that's di- different to each other and stuff, you know. So that makes you original. Uh, but you know, I I I was like, uh, I was thinking about techniques and how fast and 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 uh, and stencil was a smaller portion than a smaller hit or a smaller well, well, I say a hit, a smaller signature of what I was doing. So it helped me get my name up a lot faster. And again, it was something new, something different. So uh, I was recognized by that. Uh, 
in late 72, a college student by the name of Hugo Martinez uh, worked with gangs and he uh, was uh, also uh, studying sociology and he was intrigued by, you know, by these young kids that were going around writing their names and stuff. Uh, and he went up to Washington Heights, which is the area where I was going to high school and organized about 12 writers, 12, you know, aerosol writers to go to, to paint on a wall at City College, City College in New York. So it was sort of like an experimental uh, thing for him, but at the same time, uh, I guess I guess he was getting credit for his art class or something like that. Uh, and uh, 12 of us just went into the, the entire room was covered with uh, brown construction paper. And uh, we went in there and just destroyed it, you know, but it was like an organized destruction, you know, because we knew each other or knew of each other as writers. And uh, at that time, you know, we practiced not going over each other's names and things like that. So uh, that's where the the organization or the collective named UGA United Graffiti Artists was was born. That's where it was it was conceived and 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 that's where it started. So with United Graffiti's United Graffiti Artists, the collective. The goal was, or one of the bylaws was stop painting on the trains and start, you know, uh, designing things on paper and paint on canvas. So this collective was actually, we did it, uh, we did a backdrop, a backdrop for a, a dance company, for Twilight Tharp at the city center. Uh, got us a lot of publicity and from there we had a couple of uh commissions to do murals in different offices and then in september of 1973 yeah in september of 1973 we did our first major gallery showing in in soho in new york uh and and that's that's pretty much where it is the where the concept of painting on on canvas or street artists or graffiti artists and that's 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 where it was conceptualized you know we were the uh pretty much with the trailblazers wow so yeah. you really you set the foundation yeah without really meaning to though <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we were teenagers i mean you know it's i mean when we did the backdrop for for the joffrey ballet for twilight tharp it was incredible because, uh, you know, we would, there was three giant paper rolls rolling slowly while the dancers were upstage dancing. Wow. And after the first performance, they asked us to come out and people were just cheering us. They were just like, I was blown away. I was 15 years old. I mean, here I'm on stage with professional dancers and, uh, I remember spraying out to the crowd and the lights were hitting the spray in all different colors and people just started cheering, man. It was like, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It's really an incredible experience. And, and if anything, it was like, you're doing something right. This is, you're doing what you love, you know? Uh, 
that was, you know, that that's how I that was how I received it. You know, that was the message that I received. Uh, so yeah, I, I you know that happened back in 1973, and and uh, and then you know we we did another show at in at the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. So we were like the first cats going there with graffiti, you know, with aerosol art, and. You know, it was, I, I felt like we were all like uh, extraterrestrials because we was just like, nobody knew what, what was going on. You know, right. like, who are these young kids coming in and like doing this show in this place, you know? Uh, so I, I, I want to say that, I want to say that what we did in Chicago also started a writing movement in, in Chicago, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, and a writing movement that also developed into something artistic, you know, something creative. Uh, and then back in 1975, we did another show in Soho in New York, which at that time was the major art district, what, what, what Chelsea is today. Uh, and we did a show at Artist Space. Uh, and it went well, but I think that, I don't know, they were, you know, we're talking a couple of years later, you know, some of the, some of the members were already 17, 18, you know, uh, wanted to do different things. Uh, I think some of the members also didn't feel mm -hmm. they were artistic enough, you know, uh their letter style didn't evolve or something like that and they just like they just you know went on to other things either uh joining the service military service or you know just just moving on with life you know mm -hmm. uh yeah i can see how you know being so young and and being at the foundation of such a monumental art movement you you probably get a little scared I think it's probably you don't you don't know where to go from there so you you almost retract is what it sounds like yeah I I, I think yeah I, I feel yeah that's I feel that a lot of times and and to this day uh I think a lot of creative people have a way of self-sabotaging themselves Yes. And 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 if like, you know, not making a move, a certain move. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. because you're just not sure about it or, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, I think it's all part of 
of uh, of the uh, of being a creative person. You know, uh, you know, some days you feel really, really like lit, and you're ready to to to, to you know to put out a lot of work or go into the studio and work, whether if it's painting, dance, music, whatever it may be. And then you have other times where, you know, you're just like, I, I still feel that even though you're not doing anything physically, uh, I think you're still working mentally because you're thinking about things, you know, you're, 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 you're working on your next move or your next, you know, creation, so to speak, as romantic as it could sound, you know, but, um, I think it's all part of the process, you know? I, I, I really feel like I personally can align with that. And I think you're speaking the maximum amount of truth when you say that a lot of, you know, the time creativity is kind of silence. You really have to sit with your thoughts. And, you know, that's why our professors would always tell us, like, put your notebook next to your nightstand mm. because when you're about to fall asleep or right when you wake up is when your mind is the most quiet typically i mean if we're blessed with like a quiet right. life it's right. usually when it's around those hours it's almost like this meditation state your brain gets to and usually for the creatives it's when all the ideas just start coming out and it's almost unbelievable you're like how did i just come up with this mm -hmm. like, this is it this is the answer yeah and then yeah. if you don't write it down you will forget it the next morning but <laughs> oh, I, i've been experiencing that because i was asked to write a short essay for my uh for an upcoming show one of my best friends that passed actually was also in the collective with me uh uh he passed in 2019 and they're doing they're doing his show. Finally, his show is, is is coming up in April, and they asked me to write something for the for the uh, catalog. And and yeah, uh, I think that my best thoughts uh, about him was late at night or early in the morning. So yeah, I, I understand. And yeah, and I also learned how to carry something next to me. I have something next to me to write in when I come up with the ideas. Uh, I tried doing it on the computer, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't have the same flow. I think that your hand and that pen being an extension, your hand has to go right on the paper immediately. You know, it's an energy. It's it's matter. Thoughts are matter. It's, it's I mean, we <laughs> yeah. can get really deep into that. Later yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really what that is tell like that's what your brain is telling you like no don't put it on you know an electronic form of notes like you you need to use your body to really write this and manifest it and, and the words need to become matter and they will yeah that's what's yeah. crazy about it <laughs> yeah yeah true that but being an artist is definitely i feel one of the hardest things to be <laughs> just mm -hmm. in terms of um i think mental health it's something that you really need to check in with and make sure that you're you're nourishing your creativity the correct way mm -hmm. um i feel like you know i i wish i could go back in time and be a creative where there was not technology and there wasn't a time where you could compare your work to others necessarily like from anywhere anywhere around the world like you you 
share your art and then it's compared to hundreds of thousands of people who also share their work online like I wish I lived in the time where there was that intimacy where you know maybe it was just like down on your block who was you know sharing their creativity and like cultivated this I don't know creative environment that you seem like you got to be a part of and I mean you were the foundation of a huge movement so that to me is incredibly inspiring and I mean you should be like wow (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 funny that you bring that up because I feel so much more analog as a person than digital you know Mm -hmm. uh I was I had a conversation with a friend the other day and he says, you know what we live through, man? It's like we live through albums. We had wax. We listened to wax, you know? And and uh it wasn't only 33s, we had 78s, we had 45s. Just like I told somebody the other day, I had I had an opening uh last year and I and I put down like an invite and and my friend Snake is gonna be spinning 45s. And somebody says, What's 45s? It's like, wow. Uh but anyway, in that conversation, we said, okay, and then we went like, then we had reel to reel, and then from reel to reel, we went to cassette tapes, and we had eight tracks, and and he says, and look where we're at now, like, it's like everything is digital, dude, and I was like, yeah, man, we did go through a lot, and the fact, you know, through that entire process, I mean, what's going to be next, you know what I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, are we just going to think about tunes and just play them in our heads, you know, in stereo? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting living through all that, living, living through just things like, I mean, yeah, if I wanted to find out about an artist, I, have, I would have to go to the library or something like that and take out a book and see Moreau's work or see Picasso's work or see, you know, Mook's work. Now, you know, it's it's right there at, at at the power of your, you know, of your thumbs or your fingers and to look it up. So, yeah, yeah this it's it's I feel I feel I feel so grateful and, and, and blessed that uh, that I've been able to take to take part of of, you know, this, the beginning of this movement, you know, and and still take part of it to some degree or another. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> and I and, and I and I feel like I, I still have so much more work to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, do you want to share kind of, you know, what you're working on currently and what's next for you? Where where are you headed? Uh so in my last show, uh since I, I still work with stencils, uh what I'm doing is using well, stencils, I believe, are negatives. The cutout would be the negative. That's where you spray in. So mm-hmm. what I'm using is the positive, the cutouts. I'm layering them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what's what I'm what I'm it's a combination of that. So I'm doing, I'm cutting out different. Okay, so now I'll start from the beginning. So now I'm doing my name in a circular way. It looks like a mask. Uh, And I'm taking portions of that mask and and, uh, zooming in on it or or looking like if I was looking through a microscope and I'm making it a lot larger. Uh, So you get to see 
uh, you're just seeing lines. And what I'm doing is taking, taking that, that signature and cutting it in quadrants and four pieces and zooming in on all four pieces and then layering those four pieces or certain, and, and, and some are zoomed in, some are more uh, uh, zoomed in than, than others. So what you can see is like just one big portion of it. Wow, I would, I, you know, it's. I don't know if I'm giving you the visual, but basically, yeah. basically, that's what I'm doing. I'm layering the work, but it's it's magnified a lot more. So awesome. if you you wouldn't know it's my name, I'm so I'm still painting my name. I'm still working with my name, but I've gone into sort of inner space I sort of become the scientist and I'm putting things I'm in my lab and I'm and I'm doing sections of my name uh, I love that yeah so I'm cutting it I'm cutting it in paper I'm also cutting it in mylar because then I'm, I'm thinking so you know I, I recently retired last year I was an electrician by trade so I want to start working also with light in my work mm. uh, so I'm I'm at the lab. I'm at the lab, my studio space experimenting. That's awesome. Um, I'd yeah, love to have yeah. the first trial run. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some pics. I'll send you some pics. I'll, I'll, and and uh, yeah, I, I did a couple of them. They're like 42 by 42. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm using this, uh, this watercolor paper, but it gets kind of flimsy. I made some boxes. I built some boxes or some like shadow boxes, frames, mm -hmm. so they won't fall apart, you know, they're pretty much like, uh, they're not glued, they're taped, mm -hmm. but they're not flat, they have some kind of dimension to it. I like that. Um, also, I'll, I'll have to send you a pic, I think the, the, the work speaks for itself. We'd love to share it too. Like usually when we release the episode, we want to kind of show the art too so that the listener can kind of see the work and visualize it as they're listening to this. So yeah, I'd yeah. To get I'm doing that. I'm also, I'm, I, I think I when I, when I talked to you, when I saw you the last time, I, I've been cataloging my work, mm -hmm. uh, which is goodness. I didn't know it was, it's such a, a, a laborious uh, procedure. Uh, yeah, I just keep on finding more work and more work. And, and I just went into one of my old computers the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know I had these photographs. So I've been doing that. I've been cataloging my work. And you know, the process of cataloging it is also, I'm, I'm making it digital mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and, and working in Photoshop and, I don't have the patience that you have like sitting in front of a computer and like working on a computer. I don't have that long. patience either. <laughs> I think you have me mistaken. Uh, <laughs> I get up a lot. I need yeah. I need a lot of breaks throughout the day. Otherwise I'll go crazy. So I, I've, I've like, I've tapped into some of my friends and say, hey man, I got some loot. Let me pay you. Could you like clean these photographs for me? Because they're just so much more like into Photoshop and working with Photoshop. I mean, I could work with Photoshop, but I'm not as fast as them, and I don't know all the you know all the shortcuts and stuff. Yeah. So I've been doing that with with the uh, with the plans of uh, putting out a book, uh, of you know of my 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 last fifty years or fifty years plus 
of, wow. of what I've done and and the evolution I don't know if I'm going to actually do it you know in a chronological manner uh but I'd really like to to show how my work has evolved from what I was doing on the trains to what I'm doing now and stuff yeah I'd love to I'd love to get my hands on the book so when you release it please send us a link most definitely. we can buy it and share it also thank you thank you very much I'll most I'll do that there's uh I, it's it's like I'm sharing it now because I mean sometimes you have to talk about things to manifest them and then also sometimes you talk about things and they dissipate so I'm like kind of like I'm that person that I don't like to talk about things too much but I'm getting to the point where hey listen you know what if you if you talk about it then you're gonna have people you know pulling your code and, and, and asking you, so what's up? What's up with your book? What, you know, when is it going to come out? So I figured I that- I won't pester you, don't worry. No, nah, I think that pestering is good sometimes. I think pestering is like giving- Giving-, giving Accountability. Someone, yeah, accountability and giving a person a, a positive shove. Yeah. You know, to move so. on things. Yeah. Especially, I'm the same way. I need, you know, I have all these ideas in my head, and I'll tell everybody about them. And be like, so did you? Did you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> no, but I can. I will soon. Yeah. In a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, amazing. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that, and I'm happy to hear that. Um, you know, you're still using your creative juices. Even you know, after I, all this time. Yeah, I, you know, it was like I entertained so many thoughts in the past because I, I feel like that when I was working, uh, I couldn't wait to get out of work to go to my studio to, 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 to spend more time in the studio. Then you turn around, it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, goodness, I've, I've been here from, from 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You, lose, you, you just lose all sense of timing and stuff. Uh, and now that I'm retired, I'm like, I have all this time and I just become like this, I don't know, Netflix junkie and, 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 <laughs> and, and not, you know, and, and not really, you know, I've been putting out work, but I'm not as tenacious as I was before. So it's, I'm just, I'm going to chalk it up to that. Okay. I need to rest a little bit. I need to do all these things right. uh, to, to move on to the next to the next phase so i'm not i'm not i was feeling bad about it for a while but now i'm not i'm just like you know what it's yeah, it's good should. to rest it's good to rest it's good to be lazy for a little while you know uh because yeah shoot i've been i've been like in this last place it was like waking up at five in the morning every day for 32 years you know mm -mm. uh so i do deserve a break you know uh yeah. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying that. But the fact also that I'm now, I'm seeing this time go by and now we're starting a new year and I'm like, dude, you know, it's like, okay, what are you going to do? You know, right. you need to work on something, man. And, and, you know, the fact that I'm in good health, you know, I have a wonderful family. I have wonderful friends yeah. and, and that I'm, that I'm able, you know, that I have all these good things going on. It's like, okay, you need to like, Let's get busy. Let's get busy, right. you know, and produce. Uh, but that's, it comes in waves. Like when it comes back to you, that's when, you know, it's time to get back on it. It should never be forced. And, you know, like yeah. you said, it's good to take a break. And like, if that's what your mind and body are telling you to do, then 
it's best to listen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I'm doing that. I'm I'm working on you know cataloging new stuff. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I just wrote a piece for the catalog for my friend's catalog. Uh, his name is Phase Two. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to cut these pieces. I'm I'm doing them twelve by twelve. And that's my favorite number because I'm Coco 144 and 12 by 12 is, is you know, it's 12 squares. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I, you know, I'm going to work on these smaller pieces, cut these cutouts, they're going to be all 12 by 12s. Uh, there's a possibility that I might be going to Barcelona to do a show sometime this year. Uh, I did a show there last year. So I, uh, I'm, I'm being invited to do a solo show. So I think that uh the, the dude from the gallery he wants me to, to be out there for about a month um so and 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 that work is what's going to go into the show so that's again you know i'm not i'm not creating castles in the sky but there's there's a strong possibility that's going to take off yeah. and then other things that are that just like i'm 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 I get a lot of invitations to take part with take part of shows and things like that, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I've been a little, I don't know, a little, I've been sort of like a prude, and <laughs> I'm being I'm being a little more selective. In the category of a prude. <laughs> uh, I think I'm becoming a grouchy old man slowly. <laughs> well, me too. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But I, I, it's like I don't. I, it's it's, if it doesn't I don't want to, yeah, I just don't want to be in all these shows, you know, and there are a lot of group shows and that's all great. That's all beautiful. And I applaud that, but it's like, I want to, I want to probably do a two man show or three man show with, with people that are not aerosol artists, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I like to mix it up. I really would right. like to mix it up that or, or work more on solo shows. Uh, I also have a friend of mine that just went out to Japan. And she's trying to, she's trying to work on something out there too. So I've never been to Japan. Japan. I want to go. I love it, but I've never been. (laughs) And I have a big following out there. So I think I would do really, really well, you know. And yeah, and and I'm just, I'm I'm not even thinking about selling work or anything like that. I'm just thinking about showing work and, and it being appreciated, you know. Uh, Yeah course well that's uh, that's amazing that's very exciting too and something to really look forward to and I feel like a lot of people can really align with what you've said and you know your honesty too I feel like is incredibly important um and I do have two questions though well I guess one um on the show we really like to ask our guests to share a not so good idea either they've seen or they've had kind of something where they learned from it and then they can also share a good idea that they've had and they've learned from and it can be recent it can be a decade ago it can be really whatever you want it to be but kind of a message you want to send out with a not so good and a good idea (laughs) Well, I, I feel that, you know, especially, especially now that, that we all have experienced this, um, this like really weird time, you know, uh, with the pandemic and I don't know, uh, just we're, we're experiencing a lot of, 
a lot of, you know, things that be kind of negative. Uh, I feel that we have to take that, that, that negative energy and, and flip it around and make it positive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's negative, let that be fuel for, for it to become positive. I think there's a lack of people showing love, you know, yeah. love and respect to their, to their fellow human being. Uh, I think that's, that's, I don't know. It's, it's, I think there's, I feel that the pandemic has created a, a lot of angry, impatient people. And I feel that, you know, that I think there's a need for people to reflect on things and, 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 uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like people have been, some people have become less human. Yeah. I, it's, I, I think it's important to be, be grateful and, and, and to, to love your fellow human being, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, because we all, if we all, you know, we all, if we get cut, we all going to bleed, you know, this, the same color blood is going to come out, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think we need a lot of more compassion and love in the world. Um, 100%. Yeah. I've been saying this for a long time now, even yeah. before the pandemic. I feel like everyone's missing one key ingredient to humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's compassion. And it's also, you know, humility, like yeah. learning that we're, we're all the same. And, you know, if you're having a bad day, I'm sure a million other people are having a bad day, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's the impact you make is so important more than you realize. Like if you just tell someone you like their shoes, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a stranger. They will think about that all day. That might be the one thing that made them smile so it's like that little thing you connected to a total random stranger and imagine that happening a million times over the world Mm -hmm. easy yeah but no one wants to do it yeah just one compliment just one kind you know uh thing that you do yeah we'll we'll do a lot I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're all under construction while we're on this planet and, and, and we're learning things every day. I'm learning, I, I, you know, I, there was a point where you couldn't tell me anything. I thought I knew everything. And now it's like, I don't know a damn thing. <laughs> so much to learn. So much to learn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's more than likely the message I like to put out, you know. Uh, I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um Are you really kidding? appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, I mean, I very grateful to have you on the show and you know, to trust us to share your story. Um and you know, you're always welcome to come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I was going to tell you if you want a part two or part three or something like that, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I I, I would love to come back and, and, and chop it up some more. Okay. Well, next month, part two, and the following month, part three, (laughs) they can be a whole series. It's really up to you and your schedule, but we, we love to have it. We love having, you know, genuine people coming on and sharing their story and 
I mean, you have a great one to share. So thank you. That. Thank you. I'll scratch my head about it and see what else I could come up with. Stuff, okay. You know? <laughs> I don't think you have to scratch too hard. <laughs> I, think, I think you have a lot to share, but. Well, I don't so want to, I don't want to create a bold spot if I scratch too much, you know. Well, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Time. All right. Sending my best to you and your crew always. Visit Arizona. Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.